Poland has proposed a new law that would criminalize blaming Poland for any crimes committed during the Holocaust. Mike Wine joins me now to tell me more. The decision by Poland to propose a new law to criminalize the blaming of Poland for any crimes committed during the Holocaust, where did that come from? Well, Poland is not the first country to have signed such a law into its legislation. Um, Ukraine has done so, and so have a couple of the Baltic states. Uh, In the case of Poland, I think it comes about because the Law and Justice Party, which is a right-wing party, uh, has been pushing a heavily nationalist line in the last few years. And one of the points uh, which they have been promoting is that uh, the camps, the, 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 the death camps, should not be referred to as Polish camps, but German camps, and that Poland itself was a victim uh, of the Nazi invasion of the Holocaust, which, of course, to some extent they were. Over a million Poles uh, were murdered by the Nazis. But at the same time, and this is what uh, has caused such unhappiness, they are also saying that no Poles uh, helped the Nazis, which is just not the case. It's true that many Poles, um, in fact, the largest number uh, of any uh, nationality figure uh, in Yad Vashem's uh, righteous uh, people who helped Jews uh, evade uh, the Holocaust, but also many facilitated that. And also there were umpteen massacres of Jews, both during the Nazi invasion and subsequently by Poles themselves, not by the Nazis. So what are the implications of this now? I know Israel is extremely irritated by this, as are many Jewish organizations around the world. Well, it's not just Jewish organizations. Firstly, uh, several states uh, have complained, and even the UN, I saw this morning, published Uh, criticism. So uh, not only Israel, but also France uh, has criticized this, Um, the European Commission, and I've no doubt the Council of Europe will have their say uh, when they meet as well. Um, And they're doing so because it comes in the wake of, and possibly is partly caused by, this very nationalist uh, strategy that the Polish government's been pursuing. It has, for example, um, sought to diminish the role of the uh, Supreme Court, the the Constitution Court, uh, by insisting that its members be elected only by Parliament and several members have been dismissed. I mean, essentially, Poland is moving uh, towards a sort of totalitarian state uh, and away from the democratic state uh, that was formed in the wake of the collapse of the communist regime. So I'm just trying to understand, if this is passed, and are we assuming that it will be passed into law? Well, it, it's gone through the lower house and the upper house, um, and the president has signed it. Um, uh, Andres Judge uh, has signed it, but he said he will also refer it Uh, to the Constitutional Court, which is a bit confusing. Um, But it may be that he uh, is listening to the international criticism and 
realizes that they can't go very far uh, without putting Polish membership of the European Union and of the Council of Europe in some jeopardy. I mean, both of these intergovernmental organizations have criticized uh, Poland uh, in the last year or so uh, because of what's going on with the the attempt to undermine the Constitutional Court and for other things. Also, it's worth noting the rise of extreme right, even pro-Nazi groups in, in, in Poland. I mean, given Poland's history, you would think that that would be impossible, but that's not the case. Are we looking at a rewriting of history among... Well, yes, certainly. Uh, there is an attempt to rewrite history to some extent. I mean, everybody recognizes that the Holocaust happened, I mean, all, all the, the governments of Europe, but what they're also, some of them are doing, the Visegrad states, that's Poland, Hungary, Czech Republic, Slovakia, some other, and the Baltic states have also tried in recent years uh, to promote the idea that the, the Russian, the Soviet occupation of Eastern Central Europe uh, was akin to the Holocaust in its effects. Uh, which is not the case, uh, of course. I mean, it was terrible, uh, but uh, Stalin did not set out uh, to enslave and systematically murder all of their people in those countries. So there is this attempt to rewrite history, to whitewash it, and also at the same time we're seeing those groups which collaborated with the Nazis um, the local militias who in many countries were responsible for the majority of Jewish deaths mm. uh, are being rehabilitated. And so, for example, in quite a few countries, there have been um, not only attempts to rehabilitate uh, some of these collaborationist uh, wartime leaders, but also to name streets after them and to create uh, national days of celebration or memorialization uh, on the birthday or death days of these collaborators. So essentially, some of these countries are trying to rewrite history and whitewash their own involvement in the, in, in the Shah, in the genocide of the Jews and the Sinti and, and, and everything else that went with that. Another manifestation of this... Are you Okay. Or carry on, guess, excellent. Yeah, okay. Right, so another manifestation of this move to the right uh, in Poland is that politicians, national Polish politicians, are now beginning to say the sort of thing in public that would have been unthinkable 10, 15 years ago. So, for example, uh, Richard Czarnecki, who is the vice president of the European Union. So it makes him the number two person within the EU. So he's the vice president of the European Parliament. That makes him the number two person in the European Parliament uh, has been forced to resign um, this past week uh, for statements uh, comparing a fellow Polish member of the European Party to, uh, of the European Parliament to a Nazi collaborator. And the members of the European Parliament were asked to vote on this. And by a very clear majority, I mean, two to one, uh, they voted him out of office. Um, so that's one example. Another example was this 
Polish National Day march in Warsaw a few weeks ago, which never used to happen, but which again is a consequence of the move to the right. Well, on this occasion, um, neo-Nazis basically took over the march and they were the loudest voices on the streets of Warsaw and shouting anti-Jewish slogans and so on. So much so that lots of European states have complained to the Polish government about this. So all of these are manifestations of this move to the right in Poland. Essentially in Poland, it's okay as long as you're white and Catholic. Everybody else now is regarded as a minority. Having said that, having said that, we have also to be aware that the Jewish community there is now receiving a higher degree of protection from the Polish police than they've ever done before. So it, it, it's not 100% black and white uh, in, in Poland. The Jewish community has felt vulnerable for some time. They also have outstanding restitution issues. And the Polish government, for whatever reason, and a cynic might say in order to allay criticism, is now funding the rebuilding of the large Warsaw Jewish cemetery and is providing armed police to protect all the synagogues and the Jewish schools, which they hadn't done for a long time, despite the the request of the Jewish community. So from a Jewish community's perspective, on the one hand, they feel better protected and they are getting some more restitution money. And on the other hand, they are bitterly opposed to the way that the government is pushing this very right-wing nationalist narrative. Mike, how do you think it's going to play out? Where will this end? How does this end? It's impossible to say. What you can say for certainty is that there's been a very substantial rise in right-wing populist feeling in Europe as a consequence of several things. First, the economic distress after 2008, uh, a fear of being swamped by the European Union and a loss of national identity, a feeling of loss of control, a loss of cultural identity because of large-scale migration, uh, particularly from the Middle East. I mean, the worst people are saying they don't want to be swamped by the Muslims, but migrants are also coming from Africa in very large, large numbers, and they're not Muslims. So, but people, nevertheless, are very worried about large-scale migration and losing cultural identity as Europeans, as European Christians, or, or indeed Jews. So there are several different factors, and there's no short-term solution. Um, I think Europe just has to learn to live with the fact that Mass migration is a feature of the current age. Um, I've also come to terms with the fact that most European countries, particularly North European countries, have aging and declining populations. The Baltic states all have an absolute decline in population. And the country which doesn't have stable birth uh, rates or growing birth rates is doomed economically. You need more people in order to uh, in order to grow economically. So, on the one hand, people are worried about migration. On the other hand, there's a there's a recognition by those at least that understand economics that um, you need migration for the health of the economy. So there is no 
easy or short-term answers, I'm afraid. Again, absolutely fascinating to see how, you know, the Baltic Eastern European states are attempting to rewrite history, but we have the knowledge as communities as to exactly what happened. So even if they legalize it, it won't make the reality any different. Jews have suffered from extremism uh, of the right and the left, uh, and we generally flourish in times of economic um, progress in terms, and we, pro, we 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 flourish in in sort of moderate under moderate regimes. Uh, this represents a, a challenge to Jewish communities, although, uh, and the only, I mean, what Jews are saying is that they are they're criticising their government for these moves to the right. It's happening in Hungary, it's happening in Poland. Uh, I heard leaders of another community last week also talking about their concerns about their government. Um, but on the other hand, economically, they've never had it so good. Mm. Um, but they are worried because of our own history. We realize that mm. extremism, um, whilst it affects Jews, affects everybody else as well. So people are sort of torn a little bit. But generally, I would say that Jewish communities are very much against this move to the right amongst the Central European states. Well, as you said, it's created anger across the world and not only among Jewish communities. Mike, yes. thank you yes. so much, as always, for joining me. Thank you.